sad thing is I feel so hoarse today. I woke up and my throat was burning. Good morning. How are you doing? Oh, Couldn't even hardly see you. Hey, sister. Good to see you. Same here. That, go here. Uh, that place in Midway, Hugh. Yeah. You tried it out? No, I haven't. Well, I, I haven't either. I, I'm, I don't know. I was planning on going up there this weekend, but. Well, not this weekend, but today, but it looks like it's going to get rained out. Yeah, every time. Yeah, I know Brother uh, Mike talking about it. So. Yeah, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try to convince my wife to go. Yeah. I don't close your problem, so I ain't worried about it. I use her. Let me go how much time I Pen. You got a pen? I brought you this too. Your other one was. My other one is a little messed up. Let us go ahead and stand to our feet. Oh man, I tell you, the Lord, hallelujah, is good. I just wanted to start us off with a great reading, something to encourage us, something to strengthen us from a promise that came all the way from the beginning in the garden after man's sin. And we're reading from Revelation 21, and the word reads, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sin. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God, out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Hallelujah. Well, today we come around the world together as the church, as Christ's bride. Hallelujah. As we are preparing here, as a beautiful bride prepares for her wedding. She gets in there and get all her hair done up. <laughs> She's talking to all of her friends and, and maidens, and, and they're encouraging her and strengthening her and letting her know how glorious this marriage is going to be. As we prepare for this marriage supper, I know that today we come here, and it seems like it's been a long time that people have been saying that the Lord is coming. But the scriptures promise us that the Lord is not slack as man thinks. He's not like man. He's not like us. His time, hallelujah, is eternal. And it seems to us long now. But one day, when this rapture happens, if we are still here, when there's a good opportunity, opportunity, that we're going to say, wow, that happened in a split manner of time. But to this morning, I want us to go ahead and lift our hands. I want us to go ahead and raise our voices. I want us to go ahead and get on the board and give God some praise in this place. Hallelujah. For his goodness. For his righteousness. Hallelujah. Because we are his bride. Let us worship the Lord and bring in, hallelujah, praise in his name. Tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go, tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Bye. 
where you work, you know, you really, you, you know, you kind of almost restricted. We have free speech and all that. Praise the Lord. We live in America. But the great thing is that as around Christmas time, you always bring up Christmas, yes. which has the word Christ in it. Right. So it gives you a great opportunity to talk to everybody about it. Because once they open their mouth and ask about it, hey, guess what? It's fair game. <laughs> That's the cheat code. So, you know, how you and the family doing for Christmas? I asked somebody the other day, but they finished their Christmas shopping. Huh. And, uh, uh, and the thing is, I was shocked. They, 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 this young family has about five or six kids, and they was like, oh, well, we don't celebrate Christmas. They give stuff out all throughout the year. And I was like, oh, well, that's good. I was like, so what you going to do on Christmas Day? Well, we really don't recognize it. I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, but what do your kids do, though? Do they recognize it? <laughs> so it's a great opportunity. Um, I do some other things in there about the world, but thank God I'm, 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 um, I see these people frequently as I go to eat at dine at Sincero's and some of the managers there, but it gives me a great opportunity in this season to be mindful and to yes. be intentional yes. that I would be able to go ahead and bring up the Lord as we continue to talk about Christmas, hallelujah, yes. <laughs> which Christ is the center of, hallelujah. All right. Well, praise the Lord. Um, as we go ahead and do these announcements, I do want to bring up and as you prepare your purses, pockets, and um, cards and all that, I do want to bring up a few items. First of all, I want to bring up that I have. Now, we have a few of our troops who are deployed, definitely around the world. Some of us stationed around the world, right? We have, um, um, I know Sister Naval has a son, uh, another son, one that's in Hawaii, and one that right now is in um, Lackland Air Force Base out in San Antonio. Yeah. And so we want to make sure that we send them a good care package. Now, right now, we don't have much in our box, and I'm going to have to box it all up on Tuesday. So we have a stay of execution. I mean, executing, building the boxes, right? But we have a stay of executing and making the boxes, right? This ain't taxes. We're not... <laughs> But, but we want to go ahead and make sure that we have some for our troops. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to help you out. Since I know you're shopping for your family and all that, what we're going to do is all you have to do is give in the offering and mark your letters, Troops Christmas. And what we're doing is I will go out and I'm just buying small items to put in the troops box to make sure that they get something. I have also a few cards here that are Christmas cards and a few that are just thank you cards. Now we only have about 10 within our church that are not home with their families or or, um, or stationed somewhere else. So I only need a few people. So I bought about 15, 16 cards. I'm going to leave about five up for this service up here up front when you come to give your offering. If you want to fill one out, fill one out. I ask you, a short note goes a long way. I have a box at home that I keep all my stuff in, my army memorabilia. And in that, especially on my first cards when I deployed in 2003, when I went to my first tour in Afghanistan. And the letters that I got from the brothers and sisters of the church, and my brothers who were stationed, um, who were in Iraq when I was in Afghanistan. So I tell you, they're definitely mementos. So take the cards, it don't have to be long, they're small, but put your heart into it and just write something to them. The next service will put out more cards. All right, well, praise the Lord, on to continue. Tomorrow, we will be having a, par, a, a mommy mommy and me at the treehouse, and that's, is that? On post. On post store at the treehouse at, at 10 o'clock, all right? So you go ahead and link up um, with Sister Fowler. So for all of our um, um, mothers um, that have young children, please go out there. Those of you online who have young children, please go out there on post. And um, to the treehouse, it's a fun, I mean, it's still there. This tree is an old tree, but my kids used to go there. You know, I got one graduating college next week, one of our youngest. And so, therefore, this tree is old. So you go out there and visit. <laughs> All right, uh, tomorrow we have our Women in Action and Life in Focus. And then we also have, coming up this week, we have our Meet and Greet. Christmas treats, all right? So this is on Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. All right, no life kids or youth, the nursery will be available. So bring your favorite Christmas treat to share on Tuesday, okay? So we're going to be bringing some snacks, apostolics. We just love eating. Um, Wednesday, we have our Armors Bearer meeting at 6 p.m. 
And then basically the rest of the week is our usual schedule, all right? So make sure that you read your bulletin, all right, and take note. And also we have upcoming, if you are practicing for the, uh, the Christmas program, make sure that you're attentive and connect with um, Sister, um, Sister Mick Gordon, all right? Well, praise the Lord. Let us go ahead and stand to our feet as we go before the Lord in prayer and give thanks and honor and glory and give. Because remember, it's all God's. It's all Jesus's. But the thing is, he allowed us to be great and good stewards. Hallelujah. To rightly divide his monies between um, our own living, but even more so for the kingdom. So remember, we're giving to the Lord. We're not giving to any individuals, but we're giving it to God. Lord Jesus, Heavenly Father, we are thankful, Lord, that you have brought us together today in this house. We pray, Lord, that as you have blessed us through the week, watched over us, kept us, protected us, Lord, that you um, have given us a means to earn, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you would bless this offering, Lord, as we give with love, Lord Jesus, that we may further continue to be able to outreach, Lord, and witness to the world. We thank you. And we glorify your holy name in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on down. Give your offer. Continue to praise the Lord with us as our praise team uh, continues to sing for us. Thank you.
friend for decades, uh, friends for decades, and here in the district we're and similar in ages, and we came in, we were very young men uh, when we started pastoring, and uh, I remember we would, we would see each other at district events and conferences, and uh, just over the years we became really close friends, and uh, we, were, we were also both very close friends with Bishop Alonzo Terry, and we were talking about how much we miss him this morning, and, uh, but uh, Brother Dave Henry is the director of Building the Bridge, pastors of Revival Church in Stone Mountain, Georgia, originally from the beautiful country, is that right, of Jamaica. And, uh, I know we'll have some exciting folks, but uh, I want my friend, Brother Dave Henry, to come minister to us. He's going to be here in our 9.30 service and also in our 11 o'clock service. So let's stand and give him a hand and just give honor to him. Praise. 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 Nothing is the same. 
people are not the same anymore, um, and even some of our family members, it just something has shifted in our world, and for that matter, in our country. Yes. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5 and verse 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean unto the own understanding, all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct thy path. And Job chapter 2 and verse 7, So when Satan fought from the presence of the Lord and smote Job, um, with boils from the sole of his feet unto his crown. Now, for the next few moments, I'd like to speak from this thought, when believing is hard. When believing is hard. I've been in church um, practically my whole entire life. I was 11 years old when I got baptized, and um, that's almost 45 years now. Um, and I've never seen a moment where we were, you, you even wonder, um, every one of us at some intervals, at some moments, we have doubts. Every one of us have doubts. Sometimes we doubt whether we're even saved or not. We doubt if, um, you know, you have those doubts, and every one of us have doubts. But when believing is hard, what I want to tell you here this morning, what you and I must do, is we must trust God. Believing is hard, we must trust God. However, have you ever been told by someone that you should just trust God? And, um, um, and, and, and you know, you may be facing a crisis of some sort. You may be, um, hell has just break loose against your family, your home, your mind, to the shores of your mind as well. And um, a person like to say, trust God when there's pain, when there's difficulties, when there's hardship, when you don't even know if you're going to live or die when your husband or your wife may just leave and walk away, your children are wayward. And uh, persons like to just say, trust God. But what does it even mean to trust? Um, according to um, Google, trust is a firm belief in the reliability and truth, ability or strength of someone or something. Um, Trust God, trust in God um, does not mean that everything would go the way that you want it to go. Um, Christians living in a lot of parts of our world today suffer greatly for their faith. They have been little, they have been beaten, um, even their livestock has been taken just to go to work, they've been mocked and all kinds of challenges that they face because they are a believer. Um, some persons think that because they know the Lord that they will, that will entitle them to a problem-free life. And I want to tell you that that is not the case in most of our situations. Amen? Um, and if they have problems, either they feel like that they don't have enough faith to trust God, or perhaps um, God does not care, or he perhaps even don't know that they're going through these things, or even sometimes they think that there is sin in their lives. And we know that that is not the case, because some of the most godly people that you and I know, even in Scripture, have suffered greatly, um, um, uh, I mean, in, in major sufferings. In fact, Job, um, um, Joseph was was uh, placed in prison for a crime that he did not commit. Amen. Ruth um, became a, 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 a poor peasant um, um, in a foreign land. Um, her husband and her children, her sons died. All of one, but all of one of Jesus' disciples, um, they were murdered. They were they were martyred for their faith. And the only one that was not um, killed. He was sent in a deserted island to live there to die in his old age. So what am I trying to say to us here today? That suffering is a part of just being um, in, in, in Christ. In, in, in ends, and in, in the end, suffering and pain is something that every one of us will face. Suffering and pain is something that every one of us will, 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 will we will experience it at some moment in our life. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 45, that he may be the children of your father which is in heaven, for he maketh the sun to rise on the evil 
and on the good. And he's saying it rain on the just and the unjust. There's some things that are part of being a part, just being a human, just a part of the human race. Um, sick people, uh, safe people get sick, unsafe people get sick. Safe people die, unsafe people die. Safe people sometimes go through divorce, um, unsafe people go through divorce. So, what, what, what the difference with someone that know the Lord Jesus Christ, they can face those challenges and those hardships and those difficulties and they can say that my Redeemer liveth. Amen? I'm going to trust God and believe in His heart that deep down somewhere, somehow, I know that my Redeemer liveth. Somebody say praise the Lord. Amen. Faithfulness to God does not guarantee us problem-free um, or trouble life. Or, 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 uh, it does not. Paul, it was God's will for Paul to preach in Rome and go to Rome. But he ended up in Rome with shackles and chains. Amen. And so um, we believe that God direct our path. We know that He that that He will um, will work at the end for our own good. Amen. And will bring to us. Amen. When the doubts come, when the confusion come, when the fear come, I'm, I'm saying to us here today, in the last three, almost four years, I've watched people that I know who've been in church, their faith become shaken. They were afraid, they were frightened by life because all around was death and destruction and the media didn't help put so much interest, so much fear into us. And I made up my mind from very early that I was not going to be one of those people that live in fear because God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and power and a sound mind. Amen. So when we leave in his heart, I'm going to place my faith in the hands of the Lord Jesus Christ. The songwriter said, Jesus, Jesus, how oh, I trust him. How oh, I prove him more and more. You can trust God when the nights are long. You can trust God. Amen. When, when everything around you is seemingly, seemingly or just made nothing but darkness and loss and disappointments, you can put your faith in the hands of the Lord Jesus Christ because he's a God that can be trusted. Sometimes you cannot trust me. You cannot trust yourself. And by the lives of the arms of flesh will fail you. You're not trust your own. But you can trust God. And then you can trust God. I said you and I, we can trust the Lord Jesus Christ. We can trust God. How many want to trust him here today? We can trust God. Raise your hands and give him glory. And sometimes when the difficulties of life come, when the pain come, that's where sometimes the question arises in our hearts and in our minds and in our soul. And we ask, is God really good? Amen. Is he really good? Anybody been there? Is God really good? And sometimes the problems, what we have a hard time believing, or, 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 or have a hard when, when believing become hard, is because here's what we know that He can heal, but will He heal me? We know that He can deliver, but will He deliver me? We know that He, the cattle of a thousand hills, belong to God, but will He provide for me? We know that, in fact, the, 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 the Bible said, Isaiah writes, that he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of peace was upon him, and with his stripes were healed, but we're still sick. So believe it, at that moment become hard for us, because we read scriptures like those, and we know that the scriptures are replete with all kinds of miracles, that he's a miracle-working God, he's a sovereign God, he rules uh, the heaven and the earth beneath, and God is sovereign over all, but then we wonder, will he come through for me? Oh, Jesus. I have a whole bunch of stuff. In fact, I have too much to even finish in this setting, so let me... Hey, so here this morning, 
so we, we wonder, will he, we pray for healing and we're not healed and believe and become hard. We pray for children to come back to Christ and they're still backslidden. We pray for a husband or a wife to come back home and they still are, are, are separated from us. In those moments we wonder, God, where are you? The heavens become like brass. He's in a distant land somewhere. In fact, Job experienced all of that. Let me, let me, I didn't give them this, but I, I, let me just read this here in Job chapter, Job chapter 3 really quick. I know time is not our friend, but I'll hasten here this morning. And maybe I should have saved this for the 11 o'clock service, Bishop. But, 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 but Job chapter 3, after this, um, he opened his mouth and cursed his day and spake and said, Let the day perish when I was born. Anybody ever been there? The night in which it was said, there is a man shall conceive. Let that day be darkness. Let that God regard it from above. Neither let the light shine upon it. Let darkness and the shadow of death stain it. Let a cloud dwell upon it. Let blackness of the day terrify it. As for the night, let the darkness seize upon it. Let it not join to the day of the year. The days of the year. Let it not come into the number of the month, and lo, let that night be solitary. Let no joyful voice come therein. Let them curse it that curse the day, where who is ready to raise up their um, raise up their morning, their morning. Let the stars and the twilight thereof be dark. Let it look for light, but have none. Neither let it see the dawning of the day. Watch this. He wanted to die. Because it shut up not the doors of my mother's womb, nor hid sorrow from mine eyes. Why die I not from the womb? Why did not I give up the ghost when I came out of the belly? And then Joe brought it a little further, said, maybe coming out of that bird kennel, maybe my mother felt a sharp pain. And he said, the knees prevent me. In other words, the, my mother's knees just crushed my head. That's really what he was saying. He wanted to die. Then he said, the breast that I saw, why did not even that triumph? Back then there was no, um, um, the mother, the only sustenance for a baby, there had no formula, but then was the milk from the mother's breast. Joseph, why did not that triumph? Anybody ever been there? No, here's what he says, for now should I have laid still been quiet and should have slept then would I have been at rest rest from pain rest from hardships rest, rest from difficulties rest from a constant fear and doubts and pain and then he says with with, with, with kings and counselors of the earth which built the solitary places for themselves. He wanted to be gone. Or with the princesses that have gold who fill their houses with silver. Or as an hidden, untimely bird, I have not been as an infant which never saw light. I know you, I mean, are you seeing that he's in major derision here? Where the wicked cease from their troubling, and the weary be at rest. Oh Jesus, for the sake of time, let me drop down here. I could have read all of it and would have been fitted. I was not in safety, neither had I rest, neither was I quiet, yet trouble came. Job had to come to a place and a point in his life where he says, I'm going to trust God. And then he says, though he slain me, yet will I trust God, I look to the right, you were not there. To the left, behind, before, above and beneath. But then he said, you know the way that I take. Of the skin worm, the strawless body of mine, yet in my flesh, I shall seek God and not of the Lord. Give it the Lord, take away, but blessed be the name of the Lord. Anybody want to bless his name here today? That's what we must do with Christ.
We must trust God. And say, we must trust God. Let me close for the sake of time here. We must trust God. Look at Psalm 72 really, really quickly. In fact, I, 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 I could have gone to um, Jeremiah. Jeremiah said, I, I, I said, I wouldn't, you, you, you deceived me. And I was deceived. I was in derision daily. Daily they mocked me. And he went on um, crying out to God. He even talked about, Daddy, don't go to the marketplace and brag about a man child being born. He said, I said, I wouldn't speak no more in your name. But then at the end, he said, your word is like fire shut up in my bone. I was weary of crying. I couldn't believe. What am I saying to us here today? But believe in his heart, we must put our faith and our confidence in the Lord Jesus Christ, knowing that he is sovereign over all. Let me close for the sake of time here today. In, 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 in Psalm 73 and verse 2, but as for me, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well nigh slipped. I was envious of the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. <laughs> the psalmist saw the prosperity of the wicked. But you know what? You know, you know it's a blessing to go to church. He said, he said, the psalmist almost lose out with God. As he saw the wicked. It's like you see people you don't know, say they're driving nice Mercedes Benz, living in nice homes, their children seemingly are, are intact. And we that are in, in Christ, our children sometimes get wayward, they get in drugs, they get an alcohol, all kinds of stuff happens to them or happens to us. But he said, when I went to the house of God, then I understand their end. And then he says, I run away the doorkeeper of the house of God. You know what that means? You, oh gosh. Check if someone is circumcised or not. I run away the doorkeeper in the house of God that dwell in the tents of wickedness. What am I saying? Believe in his heart. We're going to trust the Lord Jesus Christ. Because we don't, under, we don't understand what he's doing. But we know he does all things well. Can I say to us that God is sovereign when things are going well? God is sovereign when things are not going so well. God is sovereign when we have money. He's sovereign when we don't have money. We must trust God because God knows exactly what he is doing. Somebody rise in faith now and stand on your feet and clap your hands and shout glory to the name of the Lord Jesus Watch this verse 5 of Psalm 73. Can we see it just for a quick moment? I promise you I'm going to close. They are not in trouble as other men. <laughs> Neither are they plagued like other men. You, you see, John 16 verse 33. These things have I spoken unto you, that in me he might have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Second Timothy chapter 3 and verse 12. Yea, all that who be godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. You know, one thing I noticed that Job never get an answer for is question why. In fact, some many of us we have questions. Don't we? You know, I like the song that says. I, in fact, the song the singer sang earlier, I, I, I love that song. But, but there's a song that says, when I see Timothy and Paul and all of these, and they mention the litany of people, but it's when I see Jesus, one of these days, he's going to tell us why the hardships, why the difficulties, why the doubts, We'll understand it better in the sweet by and by. So until then, my heart will go and sing it. Until then, with joy I'll carry on. Until the day my eyes behold the city. Until the day God calls me home. So church, just keep trusting God. Keep going on in faith here today. Keep going on by faith here today. Keep going on by faith. Job never get an answer to his question why. In fact, so often times we're trying to figure out we want the answer to the questions, but we don't even know the questions ourselves. Isn't that true? Uh,
I want. Psalms 56, I'm going through a bunch of stuff here. Psalms 34, verse and 18. The Lord is nigh unto them that have a broken heart and save with such of a contrite spirit. Many of the afflictions the righteous in next verse is, for the Lord delivered them out of them all. Aren't you glad that you serve a God here today? Psalms 56 and verse number 3. When at what time I'm afraid, I will trust in thee. Some trust in horses, some trust in chariot. But we remember the name of the Lord. How many of you remember the name of the Lord here today? Psalm 73 and verse 26, it says, My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. It is good for me to draw near unto God and to put my trust, and to put my trust in God. Bless us. I know the time is close, but is it okay, Bishop Forrester, to come just gather the front here just for a few moments? And let him just refresh our hearts here this morning. Come on, we've been through all kinds of hell here lately. Come on, when Zion travail, she burns forth. Come on, as you come, lift your hearts up to him. Lift your minds up to him. Let him refresh you right now. Come on, that's it. Come on, when Zion, Zion is calling us to a higher place of praise. Come on, that's it. Let him refresh you. Come on, come on, give him your burdens right now. Give him your, your troubles, your problems. Come on, but I am afraid. I will trust in you. Come on, raise your voice up to him right now. That's it. Come on, church. Reach after him right now. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. That's it. Let him refresh you right now. Come on, Jesus, Jesus, how I trust you. Refresh your people this morning, Lord. God, touch every heart here today. Every life, every home, God. Lord, come inside of us, Lord, right now. And Lord, do a work in our hearts, God. Encourage our souls this morning. Refresh our spirits, Lord. God, draw us nearer to the cross of Jesus Christ. Come on, church, reach after him. Let him refresh you. Leave this building here today refresh and renew and strengthen and leave here faithful. May all who come behind us find us faithful. Come on, lift your voice. Come on, when Zion travail, she brings forth. Let him refresh you this morning. Let him touch you again. Let him refresh you again. Come on, that you have strength for tomorrow, strength for today, and bright hope for your tomorrow. Come on, trust the Lord. He can be trusted. Come on, when you when, when, when life beats against the shores of your mind, you can run to the cross. You can run to the cross. You can run to the cross. Here's a hill. Come on. I said, there's a hill. There is a place called Calvary. Come on, with my heart and my way within me, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. That's with a shelter for me, a strong tower from the enemy. Come on, let him refresh you right now. Let him refresh you right now. Come on, Zion, reach after him. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, yes, Lord, we need you. I need you. Oh, I need you. Every hour I need you. Oh, bless me now, my Savior. I come to thee. Come on, church, reach. Come on, reach. Touching Jesus is all that really matters. And your life will never be the same. Don't underestimate, uh, don't underestimate what the power of one service. The power of one service can change your life forever. Forever. Come on, let him refresh you now. Oh, send your peace, God. Peace, peace, wonderful peace. Coming down from the Father above. Sweep over our spirits today, Lord. Refresh our minds and our hearts today. Come on, Zion, reach after him. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. That's it, don't stop. Come on, let him refresh you. Yes, let him refresh you. Let him refresh you. In Jesus' precious name, in Jesus' precious